And Hannah prayed and said, My heart rejoiceth in the Lord. My horn, my strength is exalted in the Lord. My mouth is enlarged over my enemies. My smile has enlarged over my enemies. Because I rejoice in thy salvation. There is none holy as the Lord. For there is none besides thee. Not is there any rock like our God. Talk no more exceedingly proudly. Let not arrogance come out of your mouth. For the Lord is a God of knowledge. And by him actions are weighed. The bowels of the mighty men are broken. And they that stumble are girded with strength. They that were full have hired out themselves for bread. And they that were hungry cease. So that the barren hath borne seven. And she that hath many children is waxed feeble. The Lord killeth and maketh alive. He bringeth down to the grave and bringeth up. The Lord maketh poor and maketh rich. He bringeth low and lifteth up. He raised up the poor out of the dust and lifted up the beggar from the dunghill to set them among princes and to make them inherit the throne of glory. For the, for the pillars of the earth are the Lord's and he hath set the world upon them. He will keep the feet of his saints and the wicked shall be silent in darkness. For by strength shall no man prevail. <laughs> The adversaries of the Lord shall be broken to pieces. Out of heaven shall he thunder upon them. The Lord shall judge the ends of the earth. He shall give strength unto his king and exalt the horn of his anointed. And Akina went to Ramah to his house and a child did minister unto the Lord before Eli the priest. This is a prayer. A song of a woman called Hannah after she was barren and could not bear any children. And she was married to a man who was actually married to another woman. Now you can interpret it how you want to, but I'm going to leave it at this. In those Bible days, in the Old Testament, you were allowed to have more than one wife. The problem is uh, today is that people nowadays want to have more than one wife and now it's not legal. So what you have now is perhaps you have two women competing for the affection of one man. Mm -hmm. And you have one person trying to have more kids than the other woman for the same man. Perhaps one cannot have children and the other one can and so you're figuring that the man will stay with the woman that can give him children. Whatever the reason why you may be competing for a man right now, that is your business. But I want you to know that there's a lot of doctrines out there. There are a lot of people out here telling you to know your worth. There are a lot of people saying, well, you shouldn't do that. But if you do feel that as your, that man is your husband, who am I to tell you to stop pursuing that man? But what I am saying is this. Do not believe for one minute. That if God has revealed to you that that is your husband, and if God has revealed to you that that is your wife, do not believe for one minute that God will not get in your business and help you out concerning your business. I said that right. God will oftentimes, through situations unknown to us, 
help us out in our endeavors to have a husband or a wife. Because you want to have a husband or wife because you don't want to be running around. Who wants to get married and still be cheating? Who wants to get married and still looking for another woman? So you're trying to settle down. You're not trying to be out here dating this one and that one. Kissing frogs every weekend and all that foolishness. What you're trying to do is find your husband. And you believe that you found you the man that is a man of your dreams and the man you want to marry. But his attention is towards somebody else, perhaps. Perhaps, you know, that his attention is toward another woman. Another man. I don't know what your situation is. I do know this. That if you put God in your business, he will get in and straighten things out for you. That's what happened to Hannah. She was married to this man that was married to another woman. And the other woman could have plenty of children. And in the Bible days, if you couldn't have any children, then you were considered um, a curse. It was considered uh, a shame. And so what God did is he blessed her with a child. And when God blessed her with a child, she began to rejoice. She began to rejoice, and that's why she was saying now. She said she's pr she prayed and said, this is her prayer. This is her prayer after God had given her a child. After God had gotten into her business. After God seen that she was in competition with another woman for the same man's affection. After God seen this and seen her shame. After God seen what she was going through, he blessed her with a child. That's why you can't really... Um, talk against somebody and their children. You don't know what. You don't know what. How God got into that woman's situation? Yeah, I know what the Bible says concerning marriage. I know what the Bible says concerning um fornication. I know what the Bible says um, concerning adultery and different things of that sort. Yes, I do, and I know what sin is. But what I'm saying is, you cannot say that God cannot make good what we we intended to be bad. You cannot. Thinking for a minute that God and that what the devil meant for evil, God won't turn it around for your good. You may be in competition right now. There's some woman right now trying to take your uh, your husband's affection. There's some, some man right now from your wife's past that's been sneaking around all of a sudden. All of a sudden he wants to be friends again and talking about can I add you on Facebook and Instagram and all that mess. I don't know what your situation is, but I do know this. If you put God in your situation, he will turn that thing around. He turned it around for Hannah, and then he turned it around so good for Hannah that the Bible says this. This is First uh, Samuel chapter 2. This is what she said after God had blessed her with a child. The Bible says, Hannah prayed and said, my heart with Joseph in the Lord. She didn't just get a new car. She didn't just get a meat coat. She didn't just get a preaching date. She didn't just get a record deal. She didn't just hit the lottery. She had just, she had just gotten pregnant by her husband, and that was something to rejoice about because there was someone else in her husband's life Trying to steal the affection away from her. And so she said, "My, I rejoice in my Lord. My horn is exalted in the Lord. My strength, she's saying, is exalted in the Lord. My mouth is enlarged over my enemies. What that means is now she's smiling at her enemies. The Lord is getting ready to cause you to start smiling at the woman who's been trying to destroy your home. The Lord is getting ready to cause you to smile at the man who's been trying to take your wife. You're going to smile at the enemy. Because I rejoice in thy salvation. Watch this. There is none holy as the Lord. 
Because when you go through some things, and when God brings you out of certain things, you start seeing the Lord in a different way. Because we only see God as holy, and that he's dwelling in the clouds, and that he doesn't want nothing to do with all kind of things that concerning man, and he doesn't have nothing to do with marriage, he doesn't want to have nothing to do with concerning your kids, he just wants you to be saved, and that's it. No, God cares about the circumstances of your life. He cares about every thing that is going on in your life that affects you. God wants to be in that and help you with that. But you just got to have enough nerve to pray about it. The problem is we don't talk to God about too much nowadays. We don't talk to God about anything because we don't believe that he's in everything. But he wants to be in every detail of our business. And he can help us with our business. Because everything is his business. And he can control and help our future and things that are going on in our lives. He cares about our happiness. He cares about our peace. You're not going to have no peace at home if your husband is distracted. You're not going to have no peace at home if your wife is distracted. You're you going to have to have peace at home, buddy. You can, have, you can preach the lights out of all if you want to. You can preach. You can teach. You can make money at work. You can do all these things. But if you don't have no peace at home, son, then you don't, you don't have no peace. Here's what the Bible says. She says, there's none holy as the Lord, but there's none besides thee. Neither is there any rock like our God. She's seeing God in a new way now. See, now that God is blessed with a child, and now God don't handle something for her. And now she's seeing God in a different way. You're getting ready to see God in a different way. Because he's getting ready to handle some things in your life that you thought he couldn't do. And that you thought he was not concerned about. And watch what the Bible says. Talk no more so exceedingly proudly. She talking to her enemies. And let not arrogance come out of your mouth. For the Lord is the God of knowledge. And by him actions are weighed. Look at that. By him the actions are weighed. See, people all the time, they see what you did, but they don't see your motive. They see what you're going through, but they don't see your motive. And they're judging what you're going through, but they don't see your intent. Why is that woman going through all that? She wants a husband. Why is that man? He wants a wife. She wants a husband. She wants to settle down. That's why she's doing what she's doing. Oh, she ain't nothing but a sinner. She's trying to make something happen. Yes, we think she, yes, she could go about it a different way. Yes, she could do something. Different. She's trying, though. She's trying. Why would you judge a woman that's trying to settle down? Watch what the Bible says. The bowls of the mighty men are broken, and they that stumble are girded with strength. They that were full have girded, have hired themselves for, for bread, and they that were hungry are ceased, so that the barren have born seven, and she that have many children is waxed feeble. She's talking about her enemies, how her enemy, how even though her enemy has children, more children than she has, but she knows just with that one child, she's had seven, because the Lord has done for her what could not be done before. She know She knows now, in the name of Jesus, glory to God, that her husband would genuinely love her. Because some people are with you sometimes out of convenience and not out of love. Some people are with you out of convenience. Out of some people are with you based on what you can do for them. Some people are married and some people are in relationships for a whole lot of different reasons. But you want somebody to be with you because they genuinely love you. 
that now the Lord has stopped that doubt in her mind that her husband loves her. Now the Lord has stopped that, that wishy-washy feeling that she has when she around her mate. Because now she knows that, that now he does love me. Because uh, I have given him something that he really wants. And that is a child. Listen, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, you, there's some women right now who can't have children. And they feel like their husband and their husband probably wanted children when they got married. And then she, they found out in the course of the marriage that she they, that they couldn't have not have any children. So now, in the name of Jesus, that, that's always in the back of that woman's mind sometimes, even in his mind, saying, well, I could have three or four, because some people want three, I could have three or four children right now. Or I, I, I can't get my husband, so perhaps he, he wants to leave me. Or perhaps he is out here in the world. Doing, but what the Lord does is he gives you peace of mind to say, no, the man loves you regardless. The Lord wants you to have peace of mind. Look what the Bible says in verse 6. The Lord killeth and maketh alive. He bringeth down to the grave and he bringeth up. The Lord maketh poor and he maketh rich. He bringeth low and he lifteth up. It is the Lord. He raises up the poor out of the dust and lifteth up the beggar from the dung hill to set them among princes to make them inherit the throne of glory. For the pillars of the earth are the Lord's and he has set the world upon them. Watch this. He will, he will, this is her prayer. He will keep the feet of the saints and the wicked shall be in silence and darkness, for by strength shall no man prevail. Listen, he says, she says, by strength shall no man prevail. You can't come out of this thing by your own strength. You can't fight your battles by your own strength. So why try it? You can't hate your way out. You can't hold a grudge your way out. You can't do none of that stuff on your way out. The only way you're going to come out of this thing is you're going to have to praise and pray your way out. And leave it in the hands of the Lord. He will keep the feet of the saints. Watch this. The adversaries of the Lord shall be broken to pieces. Out of the heavens shall the, the heat thunder upon them. The Lord shall judge the ends of the earth. And he shall give strength unto the king and exalt the horn of the anointed. He's getting ready to exalt your strength. Listen, he's getting ready to exalt you. You've been going through for a long time. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. You've been going through for a long time. There's someone trying to take your husband right now. There's someone right now in your church, first lady, that's trying to take your place. Mm -hmm. And I know we all have this thing in our mind. Well, I know what my husband would do. No, you don't. It ain't because, listen. By your own strength, nobody can come out. You're going to need help from God. You're going to have to pray. And you're going to need help from God that the husband don't go astray. You're going to need help from God that the man doesn't go astray. You're going to need help from the Lord. Hallelujah. <laughs> That's what it means by that. By strength, no one prevails you don't cut see that's the mistake we make as men and that's the mistake we make as women and we say well we can resist all temptation bring it on no mm -mm. we don't resist temptation based off us we resist temptation based off the strength and the power of god we was that's how we resist that's how they come out that's how we do this thing, by the power of God. Let me pray for you. Father, right now in the name of Jesus, there's a woman on the side of my voice that's going through. 
Her husband has a wondering eye. Somebody else has his attention. Somebody else in the church. Somebody else in the family. <laughs> Somebody else right now, Father God, has that husband's undivided attention. And we want to stop that, Father God. But the problem is, we've been trying to come out of this thing by our own strength. We've been trying to come out of this thing believing that we can handle it. We've been coming out of this, we trying to come out of this thing thinking that we can threaten the husband. We can threaten the woman. Or we can, we can do all these things. But none of that brings us out. None of that. We can only come out by the power of God. Because it's a spirit has come up against us. And we're asking right now for your divine power. Your divine mercy. Your divine know-how. Rebo Shakava, you the one who killeth and maketh alive. You the one who kills relationships and bring them back together. It is by your hand only that things happen. I don't believe nothing just happens anymore. I believe that by your grace and your mercy, things go down. And so I'm asking right now, Father God, that you will strengthen my brothers and my sisters in these hours and times of need. And we ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. God bless you and keep you. If it's a word, then I must have did it. And if it's not, then I wasn't with it. Stay committed.